Hey guys, welcome to your favorite midnight sessions. I know it's been a while, but your favorite beauty is back, and I hope you guys are having a lovely women's month so far. Today we're joined by an amazing gentleman, a legend in the film industry. We are chilling and spilling some beans with the amazing Lutuli Shamin. Lutuli, welcome to your favorite late night sessions with Bean. Hello, Bean. <laughs> Hello, how are you doing? How are you doing, sweet? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm awesome. I hear you were born in the mother city of skies, where I also come from. Uh, <laughs> you're a local girl, you're a blues baby. Yes, I come from Kwamfa's shine daughter. <laughs> oh. Yeah, as if there's any truth in that. I don't know. I haven't experienced it firsthand. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So, how are you? Where does this interview find you? How's your day been? Yeah, how are you feeling? Uh, well, um, uh, feeling good. You know, things could be worse. Um, mm. Things could be always better. But they're yeah. good. There's a nice light at the end of the tunnel. Um, we're slowly adapting to the new world order um, yeah. under the COVID um, uh, scenario. Um, and, you know, natural selection, survival of the fittest, whoever yeah. adapts to the new environment uh, survives. Um, and that's what, we, what, that's what we're doing. Yeah. So, good day. It's been a good day. We had some very good meetings today. Very positive, um, <clears throat> wonderfully positive, very Afrocentric, very Afropolitan, very Afro development, uh, very Afro focused. Uh, yeah. You know, Africa and Africans are becoming more aware of their value within the whole global um, scope, if you like, yeah. uh, within the media uh, industry, um, especially with regards to Africa. So, very positive that way. Yeah. And then to top it off, a cherry on top with bean. <laughs> and the cherry on top is bean. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. How's Germany? <laughs> Germany, uh, it's supposed to be summer, but the weather is just, it's raining, it's cold. So, yeah. but yeah. yeah, yeah, it is what it is, you know, climate changes. And That's why you all should come home. I want to come home. Really, I want to come home. Yeah. But yep. COVID yep. is also keeping me stuck here. But then, yeah. Well, yeah. anyway. Well, it's a bit of a bastard. Yeah. yeah, it'll get better, I hope, at some point. Well, yeah, well, we have to make <laughs> it better for yeah. ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. That's true. So, please tell us a bit about yourself. Like, just give us a bite-sized insight into your background. What your wow. is all about. You know, just pack it in a small, small sweet introduction. Yeah, but now how the hell am I supposed to? I always dread that question because where do I bloody start? I mean, it's 55 years and a little bit. How do I? I which hate part the of that too, do I? But I love yeah, the um, I love the challenge. And I, always, <coughs> I always like to see how people take up the challenge. Respond to, yeah. Uh, well, okay. So um, I'll give you um, a little bit of current, literally, where, you know, um, We've always been about development, mm -hmm. uh, growing um, everything about Africa and home. 
Um, and that's currently where I am. Um, where um, you know we've just come off a three-month stint. Uh, we've been doing this for about eight years, but we've just come off our latest stint of training um, grade tens. So okay. we're training seventeen, eight-year-old school kids on how to make in, uh, movies. Uh, so we workshop them for three days, give them equipment, uh, and let them loose, and they go shoot a twenty-minute movie. So we're introducing them to um, the industry at a very early age yeah. um, and sort of like um, getting them ready for, you know, especially those that know what it is that they want to do or that have a particular passion and love for the industry. Yeah. Um, so we're introducing them to the industry at an early stage um, so that, you know, uh, there's no wasting time. Uh, as soon as they finish uh, matriculating, they know exactly what to do. They have a little bit of experience. They know what they love, uh, which aspect of the media world they want to go into because um, they've been exposed to it. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and, uh, you know, 15 kids from each school make a movie, quite literally. Um, mm. And um, we then do a whole award ceremony, best actor, best movie, best director, so on and so forth. Um, uh, but most importantly, we give them access to the industry and allow them to make a decision as to whether or not this is what they actually want to do. Um, yeah. uh, and we're loving that. So it's a development at this moment. Um, also trying to get a, a foothold into the storytelling business, uh, documentary, film, uh, series, um, but focused on telling uh, African stories. And, and we, we want to go back as far as we can. Yeah. Um, you know, Africa has uh, uh, amazing stories, amazing history, uh, amazing heroes, um, amazing um, uh, uh, facts and, and contribution to current civilization and so on and so forth. I mean, I always say, uh, you know, the first testicle ever was an African testicle. Um, so therefore, everything and anything that has come out into the world and, and uh, contributed to the current world dispensation, religion, culture, whatever, uh, from started Africa. from uh, out of Africa. You know, um, it's just that, um, you know, our whole, especially Africa, uh, education, our history and everything has been given to us um, by the West. Yeah. So our, our curriculum, our syllabuses are predominantly Western um, to the detriment of, of, of Africa and our heritage and our history. Um, yeah, so we want to go back and, and just remind ourselves of where we come from, how great we are, uh, how great we were, where, you know, um, our, our major contribution to modern civilization and just telling our, our youth and our African uh, adults and, and just Africans um, mm -hmm. about how great we are. You know, um, you know, very few Africans know who the richest man that ever lived was, uh, you know, um, Mansa Musa. This man was so rich, rich and generous, and he traveled from the Mali region to Mecca. Uh, and on his travels, uh, this is, you know, he traveled with 60,000 gold and he just gave it to all these people on, the, on his route to Mecca. Mm -hmm. um, you know, very few of us as Africans know this, um, you know. And so you can imagine um, the, 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 the empire he ruled over, how sophisticated mm -hmm. it was, educated, experienced in science and mathematics and all of these things. 
um, but we know very little about that. So we want to promote that <clears throat> and tell those stories. And we have too many of them throughout Africa. Yeah. I personally didn't know about Mansa Musa, but thanks for the yeah. info. I, I'll read up about him. Yeah, there's so much more. I mean, uh, our African kings and queens. I mean, I uh, had a particular interest to our African queens, <clears throat> uh, warrior queens. Um, yeah. We have, uh, you know, a warrior uh, African uh, empress, queen, um, uh, I think Amina. Um, I might be incorrect, but it was one of the African queens who stopped the Roman Empire from coming into Africa. Um, you know, she sent a, a bow of uh, golden arrows uh, to the emperor of the then Roman Empire and said, look, dude, um, here's a bow of golden arrows. Uh, take it as a gift if your intentions in Africa are honorable. Uh, yeah. If they are not, keep the arrows because you're going to need them. Um, you know, come anywhere mm. near us and we'll take you out. Uh, and they never invaded Africa. They ruled the rest of the world, but they were stopped by an African queen. Um, yeah. You know, this is how strong she was. Uh, and she was, she fought, you know, she fought amongst men. She fought men. So, you know, uh, inspiring characters like that, that are, are homegrown. And we want to make those movies, tell those stories, so that our kids have a, a semblance of knowledge of their past history, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. No, that's very powerful work that you're doing. Thank you on behalf of everyone else. Well, thank thank you, so you. Just help <laughs> us find the money. Thank you very much. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, so we can yeah. make these productions. I'm hoping after this episode, when we put it out there, we manage to pull some good sponsors that will put the money in. Bloody lovely. That's why we love yeah. you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so back to you. Mm-hmm. Please describe yourself in three words. <laughs> so three, <laughs> um, just three. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, man. Um, umuntu um, abantu. Mhm. Yeah, uh, people person, people's people person, person. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. something. Umuntu yeah. abantu. Yeah. Yeah. Is that three words? That's actually two. But then, if you are saying it from the Sutu version, it's three. <laughs> That's two words. That's three. But is Wabantu not together? It's not one word? Oh, shit. I'm not sure, actually. Um... Well, for the purposes of this conversation, we'll make it three. <laughs> all right, uh, I'll argue that okay. later. I might. I stand corrected. <laughs> okay. So, who would you say in your personal life um, had the most impact on your desire to become an actor? Um, you know, to be honest, I, I would say it started at home. Um. Mm. Mom, dad, aunt, uncle, you know, um, back in our day. Uh, so I left for the United Kingdom uh, when I was one year old. Mm. And growing up, um, all I had as a reference to where I came from and who I was um, were the stories I was told by my parents and by visiting family. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, family would, would leave uh, then Rhodesia, 
and come and tell us stories about home <clears throat> and milking cows the society how we were brought up at that time there was a war going on in zimbabwe if you recall the yeah. struggle um so it was all uh, you know stories and spoken stories uh, about what was happening and what should be happening and a lot of reference to history and we were very conscientized we 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 were very aware um of you know uh, political ideology um you know where we stood as africans within the political dispensations at that time the global dispensation we were very conscientized we were very aware of what was happening politically around us yeah. um and most of it was reading uh, a lot of it in the early stages were stories um uncles would come and tell us about their contribution to the war effort either um in the bush with a gun others politically um ideology was discussed you know um uh, you know the, the dad and his friends and mum they'd come over and they talk all night uh, political mm. meetings and discussions and, and and one thing about my parents is that they uh, allowed us to sort of sit in the corner and 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 listen and listen and yeah. slowly but surely they'd allow us to then make our contributions and they respected our contributions and they listened to our perspectives uh, as the youth uh, mm. you know what's going on in our minds as 10-year-olds uh, a 9 year old 12 year old 13 and it allowed us gradually to contribute as well um our version and and you know at that age and as youngsters you think you know everything or you 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 want to be heard as well so you yeah. you learned to debate to to create your own um uh, point of view uh, and deliver it uh, in a manner that everybody understood that made sense and was relevant and uh, well constructed you know it was a good grounding yeah. Um yeah. so so that's that's where we grew up so we you know our imagination was constantly being given to us um yeah. whereas now you have this uh, instant access to information um so there's less debate um you know because the information is just downloaded it's just you know? downloaded um, yeah there. so mm. less engaging So um yeah I, I'd say parents uh, mum dad um you know um and family yeah and 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 brothers and cousins you know um my young brother my young sister my my older brother older cousins you know we 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 on our own as youths debate these things you know uh, one brother would be uh, pro communism another brother would be pro capitalism pro european pro this yeah. pro that and, and you had to construct it because we sat and we discussed and we were interested to listen and learn um and so we developed thoughts um and that stimulated and grew and strengthened the imagination which um uh, has served as well uh, in our you know um uh, latter years yeah great so would you say that acting is a question of instinct and talent rather than something that you can learn or what do you think makes a, a strong actor like a true actor is it something that's natural or is it something that needs to be learned <clears throat> well look um uh, uh, my opinion is um everybody kind of acts um in life 
um, wh when you, uh, you know, you, you lie to your mum and dad uh, <laughs> about going to your friend's house um, for uh, to study overnight, when in fact you know you're going to their birthday party or a gig, it's yeah. a performance. Um, you know, um, you 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 perform. Uh, yeah. in order to uh, get a, a, a response. Um, so, you know, you, you perform so that you manipulate your parents emotionally um, and that emotional manipulation gets them to act in a certain way, i.e. say yes and they'll drive you to the place or no. Um, yeah. But, you know, and so ostensibly as, as performers, as actors, that's what we do. We manipulate people's emotions um, uh, to entertain them. So <laughs> when I'm on stage, um, <clears throat> my aim is to get an emotional bond with the audience. Uh, once I, I connect, um, you know, I then use my skill set to manipulate them emotionally to react to what I'm doing. Um, I, I want them to laugh at this point in the, in, in the play. I tell a joke uh, or yeah. I act funny and they laugh. Um, they feel happy. So they laugh. Uh, the emotion controls a bit. So, so that's what we do as actors. And I believe that we all have it and we all do it. Um, now, what then happens is, is we, you know, as actors, we then go and train and figure out how to use that natural instinctual um, ability and turn that into a, a career, into a skill that yeah. can be applied professionally for a specific purpose. Um, and that skill set, you know, we use it not only in the acting world, but you can use it to be teach these kids that, you look, this skill set that we are teaching you, you can apply in any career. Um, it builds confidence, uh, the ability to communicate um, and connect with people, how you use your body language to manipulate those very emotions. You go into a boardroom, present, and how you speak to them, your preparedness, um, you rehearsed it, uh, it's performance. Um, and, and that's the sk a skill that's universal. Um, um, yeah. You know what I mean? You use it anywhere. Uh, it's just that we use it in the entertainment world um, to, you know, when we tell stories. Yeah. Okay. I never really looked at it that way, <laughs> but now that you say it, yeah, yeah, it's true. When we're lying, we're acting. Has 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 the has the life in the film business been what you expected it to be when you started out? And what has been your secret to enjoying your career this long? Um. So no, it wasn't what I expected because. It has changed so much and so quickly uh, over the years as we started, as I started off. Um, so, you know, when, when I started off, performance was about, you know, live performance mostly. Um, you know, uh, we, we only got televisions, you know, when I was in well, about 13, 12, 13, round about there. So up until yeah. then, and I started acting when I was nine. So up until then, it was about the live performance. And, um, you know, we didn't have much in the way of examples uh, of um, TV superstars. Um, yes, we, you know, there was the cinema, but, um, you know, we never thought for a second that that's where we would end up. Uh, yeah. It was more about the performance and the love for the performance and storytelling and the process of, of getting 
to stage, um, you know, so much. I mean, I only came into TV um, about 20 years ago. Um, up until, and I'm 55. Yeah. Up until then, the vast majority of my acting experience was on stage. Um, and that's where my love was. Um, and, you know, we did all of the um, uh, stage plays, the, 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 the classics, um, yeah. the European classics, uh, Shakespeare, um, Chekhov, Dostoevsky, um, uh, you know, uh, all, all the, uh, you know, historical, old, classical plays and contemporary authors, uh, Penhall. Um, so, so you know, uh, which you know was 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 enough at that time. Um, yeah. TV late on in life, um, mm. and then obviously because of preponderance of TV, um, then the, the aspiration grew to want to get into that world as well. Mm. Um, so it started off not living up to the. There wasn't an expectation, um, but when the expectation came. Uh, yes, it lived up to it. Um, yeah. You, you know, it, it's, it's been wonderful. Um, you know, uh, you know, so much so that I, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't want to go back and do anything else. Yeah. And what has been your secret? I don't know if I'm even answering your questions correctly. You did. You, know, you did. Hey. Un- no, you did answer it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> what has been your secret all these years? And enjoying your career and staying in the film industry and enjoying it this long still? Um, for me, it, it hasn't been a secret. It's very simple. Um, I was lucky enough to find out what I really love uh, and do mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, you wake up in the morning looking forward to your day, uh, looking forward to a performance, um, preparing for it, the whole nine yards. And so mm. uh, just love what you do. Uh, and I'm fortunate enough to have discovered that. And, and I know now that this is what I love and, and this is all I want to do. Yeah. Okay. Mostly. So, so yeah. love what you do and do what you love. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> okay. So I saw on a couple of your interviews, or I read on a couple of your interviews, that you had some issues with your accent and you getting blocked from roles because of your accent. So do you think authentic accents are important in the film and TV industry? Or how, Certainly how do you think ex- accents affect everything? Well, incredibly. Um, look, you can't have um, a role where you play... Nelson Mandela and you have a Chinese accent Um, it just doesn't work Uh, authenticity is everything and blocked from roles um, absolutely it makes sense Um, uh, you know you know uh, especially in this day and age when there's a lot of pride uh, and and importance put on the correct enunciation uh, believability is important. Mm. So if, if you if you're playing, if there's a role for a Zulu king, uh, you have to be able to speak Zulu correctly. Um, yeah. It makes absolute sense. You 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 wouldn't have the Queen of England played by a white Afrikaner lady who speaks with an Afrikaner. <laughs> no, yeah, true. That's true. Okay, so your struggle was your British accent. 
or was it because you couldn't speak proper Zulu? What was your struggle? Well, it, it wasn't really a struggle, um, and it's never really been a problem per mm-hmm. se. Um, you know, um, the, the 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 selection process uh, is you know is very familiar to me. I understand what goes um, you know goes into selecting the right person for the job, and absolutely, you cannot have um, you know. Uh, a Chinese accent if you're going to play Nelson Mandela. Mm. Um, you know, so authenticity is very important. A lot of actors say they don't watch their work. Do you watch your work after acting a movie or a series or like anything? Do you watch it afterwards with everyone else? Personally, what I do is I, I watch the first couple of performances. Yeah. Um, especially if it's a long-term thing uh, and then adjust accordingly. Um, mm-hmm. But once I'm satisfied with where I am in terms of uh, portraying the character, um, I move on uh, yeah. Yeah, and leave that one behind. Yeah. Okay. But yes, I, I do feel uncomfortable, especially in certain um, environments and with certain audiences. You know, um, you know, friends and family sometimes. That's true. That can be pretty uncomfortable on certain scenes. We're on to the last question now. Yeah, but yes. Which was your final word, your words of advice to the younger actors, the younger generation coming up? Uh, Follow the passion. Find what you love and just do it. Um, Yeah, yeah, just find what you love and do it. Um, Especially if you can do it with that, that perspective. Uh, of you know, with a global perspective, um, yeah. uh, uh, what role am I going to play in making Africa a major contributor to the global uh, process? Um, yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, you reckon? Yeah, I think so. I really think so, and I love the work that you're doing with the young kids. Please, please keep at it. We need more people like you. And yeah, this has been awesome. I had a good time despite the... (laughs) (laughs) We fought a good fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we've done a... We've fought a very good fight. Um, Yeah, yeah, look, hey, girl, you know, let's let's keep it up. Um, uh, I think we, we are all in a position to contribute to the success uh, of our family, kids, society of Africa. Um, I think we should take advantage of that and we should push it as far as we can. You know, um, yeah. uh, We've got a long way to go, but we have come a long way. Uh, yeah. and, and the opportunities That's are there. Credo Muto said before he died, uh, two weeks before COVID lockdowns, that when this uh, global ailment hits the world, uh, Africa will come into its own. Mm, mm, mm. So it's our time, uh, and it's about time. Uh, let's embrace it. Um, let's recognize our worth um, and our importance to the rest of the world. The rest of the world needs Africa. Uh, we don't need the rest of the world. The rest of the world needs and wants what we have. So um, let's take what we have um, and benefit from it. 
um, follow your dreams, love what you do, um, and uh, love and respect. What else can I say? Uh, and thanks so much for um, a late night uh, show with Bean. I'm still trying to figure out how you get um, to be named after a vegetable um, uh, or a, a, um, a bean, you know. Yini manji, it means Thank you. Au revoir. dear. Sabona. See you later. Chat later. <laughs> many have wondered and many are yet to wonder and keep wondering why the bean is called the bean. It's a mystery, but only a select few really know. Why the bean is called the bean. That's a story for another day, though. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so much for, for, for tuning in and listening to what Mr. Lutuli Lamini had to share about his experience in the industry, how he grew up, and, you know, the nuggets of wisdom that he had to share. I am going to leave you guys with One Time by The Crook featuring Nathan Adams. And the track at the beginning is The One by Tip Tag featuring Tenji. I hope you guys are having a lovely August, a lovely Women's Month. Like I said, I hope the women are getting their flowers, are getting the love and pampering that they deserve. And above all, are getting the respect and recognition that they truly, truly deserve. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Like I said, I'm sorry for the disappearance, but I'm back. I'm back. I'm back with a bang. And I am just going to be loading and loading and loading and shoving episodes down your throats so i hope you are ready because it's about to get lit <laughs> and i apologize once again for disappearing but you know life does what life does and we have to react we can't keep putting life on voicemail sometimes it's true so thank you so much for the continued support and for waiting for these episodes because i know then that the thirst is real and that i have to deliver so it's a push in my direction it's the support that keeps me going so thank you so much guys and yeah enjoy stay blessed from your bean with the biggest love i'm gonna catch you on the flip side We gon' turn her up anytime we drive by. Yeah. Hope you got the cause you know I got mine. Do it for the ground, put your hands in the sky. Put it on your snap, let them know we gon' fight. Yeah. Anytime the sun shines, we be outside. From the northwest, meet me on the south side. Guys stay fresh and the girls look fly. Told me she a problem, she just my type. Big energy, that's the girls I like. She gon' be with me by the end of the night. Free us so release it. You've been waiting, I know you need it. Feel the vibe, girl, your body's weak. Your body's talking to me. One more drink, and my senses leave it.